Welcome to The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap podcast for AMC's The Walking Dead. Um, this podcast is also, uh, going forward, going to be known as America's Podcast. <laughs> because if a shitty football team from Dallas can uh, make that claim, so can we. So how are you guys doing tonight? This is uh, episode 11 of season 7 called Hostiles and Calamities. Today we're joined by Johnny T and uh, Jermaine, as always. Thank you, Jermaine. Happy to be here. Jermaine? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> that's very well, that's very low-key for you. I expected some dick or fart joke right out of the gate, but that's cool. Um, what'd you guys think, what'd you think of this episode? A lot of dick jokes to make in this episode. Okay, great. I loved it. I loved it, I too. I loved it. Oh, that was great. Uh, Anything with Eugene usually brings a smile to your face, especially when it's <laughs> not just his uh, one-off things, but you get like all episode of them. Well, that's it's the thing. Well, Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just, just going to say, it's just crazy the turnaround from the first half of the season to this half. It's like totally yeah. different. It's like Twins. Do you know, uh, did you ever see the movie Twins with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito? Of course. Of and, course, yeah. And then the doctor like said, well, what happened? And the guy's like, Oh, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger got all the good stuff and you were left with the garbage. <laughs> I feel like the first half of this season was the Danny DeVito of the Danny DeVito's Arnold Schwarzenegger yep. twins uh, dynamic. <laughs> we, had, we had to suffer through the genetic garbage of the first, uh, first half. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's uh, great. Uh, now we're on to silky smooth skin and muscles. <laughs> and uh, that's why, undetectable that's why Johnny so loves it so much. <laughs> uh but uh but here's the thing though here's the the funny fucked up part of this is this was a wheel spinning episode this did not progress the plot this had no rick this had no crew nope. making progress it was a one off like they did in the beginning of the season but we enjoyed the character so much and it was a lot more fun uh, I don't yes. know. I just enjoyed yeah. the shit out of it. I feel like the only thing that could have been better would have been a flashback scene of Jerry working at the uh, comic book store or subway store, whatever he did before the apocalypse. I feel like that could have yeah. been better. But uh, <laughs> this was fucking awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, Eugene, kind of the way that, yeah, there's that whole development and, and even the Dwight thing. I actually kind of liked Dwight for a bit. Oh, uh, slow your roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is good. We'll have some lively debate. But uh, overall, I did like this episode. Agreed. Jer uh, Jermaine, any in other initial thoughts out of you? No, let's get going. All right, let's get it on. Okay, so the show starts with a um, with a fallen sandwich and also <laughs> Fat Joey's corpse. Uh, so I guess, you know, they're doing some time hopping. Uh, this is coming right after Daryl has made his escape. Um, uh, Daryl and the henchmen show up and find both the sandwich and uh, Fat Joey's corpse. Uh, Daryl noticed that... or. Daryl, look how I'm confusing the two. I think that's what the show wants. Uh, Dwight notices that a motorcycle yep. is missing and goes to check in Daryl's cell. He's missing as well. Uh, Negan is on his way back from his trip to Alexandria. That happened three or four episodes back when he took Eugene uh, captive. Um, Dwight uh, cuts back to the Savior's compound. He's frantically searching around for answers because he knows he'll be in deep shit when Negan gets back. Uh, 
Eugene cuts to Eugene um, kicking and screaming, being dragged to his new fancy room, not a cell, which is surprising. Uh, he's given books. He has things to eat in the fridge, uh, and he can have anything he wants. Um, and he wants lobster, but they don't have that. Uh, we learn that uh, the workers have numbers assigned them to them at the Savior Compound, which is interesting. I love the. I, I like listening. Uh, we'll get to it, but I like the whole learning about how the Savior's society works. I think it's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, they're given numbers, so I think that's kind of smart to take away their identity or also give them like a pecking order. Uh, but we also learned that Eugene prefers shitty food like orange pasta to red and store-bought chips to <laughs> kettle cooked, which I thought was a great little touch there. That's how yeah, I it was, yeah. it was. It was hilarious how quickly he was like, oh, no, no. Are they made fresh? No, thanks. Yeah. If you're yeah. like, hey, you want to get ramen? And I was like, yeah, I've got better ramen at home. It's the shitty stuff that's um, <laughs> in, the, in the cabinet. All right. So Eugene explores his room. He finds beer in the fridge, more food. Uh, and we were treated to Easy Street one more time coming out of a boom box, which was a nice little um, touch. I like that. That's a good touch. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we cut to Dwight. He's examining a note he found in Daryl's cell that said, go now. Um, and he's back in his room uh, just contemplating when there's a knock at his door. Uh, and it's Negan and a bunch of goons. They break in and beat the shit out of Dwight. And that's how the episode starts. God so damn, that was a whole lot. Off to a good right. start. Off to a good start. That was a yeah, that was a big dump. So let's let's see if we can let's start at the beginning then. So uh yeah, obviously Dwight's just he realizes he's fucked and he's going yeah. around trying to uncover, you know, do some uh detective work here. Nothing really going on there. But what about Eugene? Like I feel like Eugene's are like given an elevated status like right out of the gate. Just because he knows how to make bullets. It's, yeah, it's, it yeah, it seems so, a little so, high yeah. even for him. Yeah, but, but through this whole thing, it's all kind of slow going, and you're not really sure what's happening with him. And then at the very end, they they open up this door to like a nice little dorm room with like all the creature comforts of home. And yeah, you're it's like, like the oh, honors okay. dorms. The what? The honors dorms. Yeah, 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 yeah the honors dorms. <laughs> you have to write a little essay again. It's not just for the regular uh, schlubs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but no, I thought it was a good it was a good lead up, and then yeah, with Dwight, you're just He's just trying to uh, put the pieces together or what happened, but he knows he's pretty much screwed or he's, he's going to get an ass whooping soon. Yep. Do you uh, remember like when you were like uh, five or six years old and you're with your friends and you found like a dead animal on the side of the road and you just stood there and looked at it? Yep. I felt nope. like that's that's what all the <laughs> like they showed up and they're all just staring at fat Joey like nobody's doing anything. They're just like staring at his body, poking him. <laughs> He's like, well, what are you guys doing? Everybody just standing around. Nobody's gonna do anything. Well, <laughs> well, that's my problem. I th uh, that goes to my theory that there's no like chain of command. Like these guys, are like, oh, I guess we sit here and wait for Negan to tell us what to do. I guess exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's all they do. They just sit around and wait for Negan to tell them what to do. Right. That's that's the and gist then, that I got. And you could just slowly see Dwight calculating how how much of a piece of face he was gonna be after this. As he's like, oh, this guy's dead. Oh, Daryl's bike's gone. And he's making that run. He's just like, oh, shit. Here comes another iron. <laughs> iron to the face. <laughs> uh, at least it'll even me out. I don't know. Um, yeah, but like, you notice that the, I, I noticed this, and they kept, kept cutting between Dwight and uh, Eugene very deliberately. Yeah. And I feel like they're trying to compare the two or link them in a very same way they did with Daryl and Dwight in the 
the counter to this episode, which was that the first time we heard Easy Street, it was just one episode, same complex, and it was either Daryl on screen or Dwight, and they kept cutting back and forth to show the connection between those two. So I don't know what the yeah. point is here by getting us to link these two or seeing them as two sides to the same hole, besides thinking that maybe they'll work together in the end, like they'll they'll join forces somehow. Yeah, that's a that's a nice way to to tie it together. I think with the Eugene thing, you're just thinking the whole time like, is this that like when he gets to that dorm, you're like, is this for real? Is he is he gonna die soon? Like you, you just don't know what's gonna happen. I guess but, he does. He's, a, he, sorry, God. I said he does a very good blubbering cry though. Yeah, he does. Okay. <laughs> just stop bubbles and everything. <laughs> I thought he did a great job actually. Like as a whole, like. It's hard to be a comedic, like over the top character and still have some emotion, I guess. Uh, and dude, he delivers out. everything so monotone. It's always so even yeah. and monotone. Was, this whole episode, he was he was great in. Yeah, but that's what I think makes it even more funny is when he is just <laughs> he doesn't change yeah. how he talks at all. Uh, but any other uh, any other? I mean, this is you know I don't know if this is art or if this is. <laughs> it is really going to pay off, but I feel like they're they're wanting us to compare and contrast Dwight and Eugene, and I just don't see the connection. Besides, they're both kind of prisoners here, and they both are not totally cool with Negan, although they're playing along. Yeah, you could. I guess you could draw parallels to it. We can. I don't want to give any spoilers. Oh, yeah, but I've got uh, some real spoilers about. Alert. We might be talking about the episode that we're talking about right now later. Yeah, just so. be, be be careful. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. Yeah. That's some uh, troubled waters. Okay, so after the uh, uh, whatever the commercial don't, credits, what? I said, don't forget he wants lobster. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I what do you that. want? He's like, anything you want. He's like, I want lobster. She's like, bitch, are you crazy? <laughs> Come on. Uh, but yeah, she said anything. Yeah, she I, did. But, she didn't say anything. And he, he then, was just, he's just testing, just being Eugene testing. But then, have you guys seen Sideways, the the wine movie? Uh, oh, I just ago, watched yeah. it the other night. What, did you watch it the other night? Jesus. No, I don't. I don't watch TBS. But yeah, uh, nobody. <laughs> no, when the guy says he, we're going to drink Merlot and he fucking loses it and screams he will not have Merlot, that's all I could think about when he's like, "Fuck kettle chips! I will not eat kettle <laughs> chips." <laughs> I did like that, like rejection of like things that are clearly better or better for you or just made with yeah, a little he's more like, care. He's like, mm, "Don't want that." No, thanks. No, I just want Lay's Lay's chips. I don't want the 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 gourmet kind. Yeah. It's just like, oh, we have uh <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, we have uh Lucky Charms, but we have it without the marshmallows. No. <laughs> no thanks. No. <laughs> All right. Uh after the credits, Dwight uh is roused. He's in his cell. Um Negan bangs on the door. It's the same cell he had uh, Daryl in, and I guess he was a resident of it uh at one time, as Negan alludes to. Uh, Negan says he went looking for Daryl, couldn't find him, which sucks. But then when he got back, he learned that Sherry was gone as well. Sherry's Dwight's ex-wife. She has vanished. Negan says that's a little suspicious and thinks Sherry set Daryl free and then maybe Dwight had some hand in it. Uh, and then you get this great line. I mean, let's face it. You've got some pretty legitimate grievances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the kind of shit that, like, I don't know, I feel like if Negan would say it a little bit, uh, I don't know, it, it would be, like, hilarious uh, in other situations. But uh, he asked Dwight if uh, Daryl actually turned him when um, it was supposed to be the other way around. 
uh, Dwight proclaims his loyalty with a hail Negan or, you know, I am Negan, whatever they say to show their loyalty. Negan opens the door, um, asks him to go find Sherry. If he knows where she is, he said yes. Goes says, go bring her back. And he has a doctor fix her up, fix him up, rather. Uh, and the doctor says uh, he thinks Sherry's guilty because she's soft-hearted and big-hearted and basically that she's weak and that he didn't expect somebody with a big heart to last that long. Um, Dwight returns to his room to retrieve uh, some cigarette butts that he keeps in a Billy Big Mouth bass on the wall. Uh, one of the butts <laughs> still has Sherry's lipstick on it. I guess it's the cigarettes that they used to share in the stairwell high school scenes that they had uh, yep. a couple episodes. Uh, Dwight heads out on a bike, and they pan down to his reflection in a puddle, and his uh, identity is obscured. I felt like that was not too subtle, um, but I don't know what that's meant to mean besides, you know, Dwight's identity is in question right now. I just, I just thought it was a puddle. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just some water on the ground. They, you know, they don't think these things through. They just like, we're like, oh, let's just pan down. It just happened on accident. It's the walking dead, man. It's zombies and puddles and stuff, man. Don't don't overthink it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's this podcast. This podcast is doing that. The exact thing. Overthinking it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was a lot. Another thing that was just a long rambling thing, but basically, um, you know, at this point, I guess is I, I don't know. Are you engaged already, Johnny T? You seem to be a fan of the Dwight thing at this point. Well, yeah. So the I guess the the sappy side of me wants to see like you know where because you can tell Dwight you know like in his heart of hearts is a nice person and he. He doesn't like, obviously, like the hand they were dealt with all with the Negan stuff. And um, he puts on a good face in front of Negan. So for me, at this point, I'm just kind of following him along, kind of curious to see what's happening, where he's going. He keeps these little love mementos and that's kind of sweet. And I, I don't know that. So I, I'm kind of with Dwight at this point just to see like where where this is going and what he's going to do. Well, at least he's we know for a fact he's not guilty in this situation so i feel like that gives him a little bit of sympathy by design right yep exactly he's falsely accused of something he had no part in um so i think right. that makes him sympathetic mm-hmm. uh, other than that not much goes on here it's it's weird i guess you got to hold on to cigarettes everything is a um limited resource now um but the, it, it was just weird did dwight get his ass beat yet yeah he got his ass beat uh before yeah. the credits yeah, a, on, I, I feel like, uh, and that's why he went to the doctor. Well, 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 Doug here just keeps going through too much shit. All well, right, it's uh, an hour and fifteen minute episode. Yeah, and we're gonna try to condense this podcast into less than that. So, no, I feel like Negan has a like a cut man, like at a boxing match, because every time he just beats the <laughs> shit out of somebody, he's got the doctor right behind him. Yeah, like all right, now fix him up. Yeah, and do- the other thing was, good the the doctor like. We see people just cut and chopped and beaten through this whole thing. And this doctor spends way too much time on this cut on his forehead, like <laughs> systematically checking it up and down. It's like, dude, it's just a cut. He puts two uh, staples on it or whatever. But through the whole episode, he, ch- he keeps checking this one cut like it's going to save his life. Well, I, I, don't know. That I was... mean, if they don't have any any antibiotics, that, that cut could kill you, get infected. You know, could be bad, I guess. I mean. Rick's That's fighting the garbage zombie and like just walks <laughs> away from it. 
Dwight gets beat in a room and has a doctor there, and they spend like twenty minutes cleaning. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure Rick has tetanus or needs a tetanus shot after that fucking yeah, because that was full of garbage. Like, not only was he cut, but he was cut with in a fucking pile of trash. (laughs) Yeah, there were like dirty mattresses down there. Like, Lord only knows what kind of like chlamydia and shits on on those. You do. Hey, everybody has that. Okay. Yeah, I just, it's very common. It's very common. And I, I had to like rethink about this episode again because I realized I guess that doctor was talking shit the whole time. Yeah, and um, I, they, I feel was, like he, that wasn't sold well because Dwight really didn't react too much, and I feel like the he shit stole talk a bunch was, of lollipops. Don't forget, he stole lollipops, which yeah. is like the ultimate sin to a yeah, you're, at you're a doctor's gonna, office. You get one lollipop. Everybody knows that. Yeah, you're 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 being kind of introduced to the doctor, and you know, no spoilers, but he you know, shows up a couple different times. But that's really like the purpose of like him spending ten minutes like putting that that butterfly uh, stitch on him. Well, knowing you just getting... knowing oh, what ahead. we do now about the end of the episode, uh, this little bit of shit talking was the reason why Daryl uh, Dwight turned on the doctor, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Definitely. There was yeah, no greater motive. Not... There was nothing. I think the doc, he was kind of a dick. He was just like, well, this is why, you know, you do this kind of stuff and we're good here and Negan's great and everybody else is stupid. He was just kind of a shit talker. Well, I feel like, too, that, like, uh, I guess D- Dwight saw himself in the doctor and maybe hated that because, like, the doctor's just going along. He's like, I'm you're you get it, man. You know, what right. I mean? It's like when somebody yeah, says something horrible and you're like, you know what I'm talking about, right? And you're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, that makes me feel uncomfortable, sir. <laughs> all right, so that's yeah. Like on. i i had to, I had to put it I had to put it all back together at the end to say what happened, and then then I got. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I know. I watched it through twice, and I'm like, uh, it really doesn't come across like he doesn't really shit talk like Sherry. I feel like if he'd been like, yeah, that bitch was ugly <laughs> or something <laughs> like that, that would have made more sense. But he's just saying that, you know. She's too, uh, she's too nice of a person for this shitty world and the city, shitty like uh, society they've got going on. That's all he said. Yeah. I don't think you need yeah. to die for that. Um, that seems a little rash. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, let's move on. So Eugene is shown around the Savior's place. He's f- made familiar with the point system, so we get a little bit of explanation there. And they just kind of like write a description about what they take and put down some points. It seems very loosey goosey. I wish this was a little bit more, uh, I don't know, explained. Uh, he observes yeah. a creepy ginger. And and by the way, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let you, uh, Jermaine, interrupt me once through any of these. So choose, choose wisely. Um, <laughs> but he observes a creepy ginger kid stealing food, uh, and there's a lot of weird eye contact, and it happens uh, twice. So I guess it alludes to a future meeting between the two or like he's going to get the creepy ginger kid to steal him something to escape or kill somebody. I don't know. Uh, He is later taken outside to the fence uh, where the walkers are chained up. He's insulted by Negan and uh, intimidated and interrogated uh, to see if he's any any real value. Uh, And quickly, Eugene just flips his shit and he goes into his... uh, old liar Eugene self, which I loved um, yeah. about how he's a genius and he used to work for the human genome problem and just like just started rattling off shit in his weird, um, you know, semi autistic way that made him appear smart and got him through so much. Um, he recommends uh, casting the walkers in liquid metal to stop them from falling apart. 
uh, because, you know, they smelt on the reg, as it were. <laughs> That's what he says. It's pretty great. Uh, it says the metal will harden. It'll protect the walkers, including their head, if they do that, um, and it'll hold everything together. Um, Negan loves the idea, says he's going to have to give him a signing bonus, and the signing bonus or a little reward for this great brainwave is to uh, have a night uh, visiting with or visiting with his wives. But he says specifically no sex, Boo. which just well, it's a dumb idea. Number one, unless it's a test for Eugene. Uh, anyway, regardless, Eugene uh, talked his way out uh, of a jam, and while he walks away, he smirks to himself. Yep. Classic Eugene. Well, I love yeah. this because it's it's showing Eugene as a fucking survivor. This is why he's lasted this long into the apocalypse. Not because he has like martial prowess and he knows how to shoot a gun or survive. Like his survival mechanism is lying and being a con man, yeah. basically. And he's really yeah, good he, at it. Yeah, and he pulled he pulled that old character out like real quick. Like yep. all, all of a sudden he like just turned around and was starting talking about the human genome project. And I was like, Yes, like that's the Eugene that I remember. Right. So yeah, he's definitely that's his like survival mechanism, I guess, you know, is this character with these like overly smart, thought out, he can talk talk himself out of any situation kind of thing. I thought it was awesome. I did too. I, I really liked he, how like in the in the performance by the guy playing Eugene, he yeah. sold it. You know, it was that I don't know, somewhat slow well, yeah, turn from yeah. Being whimpering. I, as, a, as a viewer, there was a second when he started going to the Human Genome Project. For a minute, I was like, wait, is is that actually true? I forget. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. He makes you question yourself, and you know he's a liar. And I was like, wait, wasn't yeah. he working at yeah. the, the, like, what was it? Was it the Human Genome Project, his original yeah. thing, or was it another lie, another organization? I don't know. No, it, I think Human it was, Genome. Yeah, it was that, but yeah, for a second there, he like had the audience like, yeah, for a minute, I was like, wait a minute, I think I'm, he might be telling the truth. I forget. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's not, but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, yeah. it's it's great that it made you question yourself. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Jermaine, any any impressions about all this? Uh, next time I interrupt, it's going to be like Kanye West. I'm going to let you finish, but I got something to say. <laughs> um, uh, and, and go ahead. No, don't don't you don't you well are you don't dying do or no no I, I think it's hilarious eugene's carrying around a jar of pickles <laughs> um and when he does turn into old eugene like he says like two phds and then he adds a third phd and i'm like eugene <laughs> you got it man why <laughs> look you can be smart you don't have to be crazy smart like you're you're not going to impress these people anymore because you have three page sheets dude calm down uh but it's what what's funny is like all that shit doesn't really matter because he's actual he shows himself of being of actual value by coming up with the you know liquid metal the zombies to the fence yeah Yeah. which i loved i love negan's reaction he's like that is fucking great like he's (laughs) like whenever he's like he has these like happy moments, it's like over the funniest shit, and he's like, "Man, that is badass." It's like not only <laughs> yeah, not only is it practical, but it's badass to have like metal zombies, and he's true. That's, I yeah. Mean, so so Eugene has very real value, um, because he is smart. He just isn't that smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Negan, I think Negan sees that in part of this episode. You're 
and we'll probably get there, but you're questioning whether whether or not Negan is like testing him in some way. Yeah, that's what and, I feel like. And what's up with the wives? Yeah. Like, why would he say, "Yeah, hang out with my wives"? Yeah, that I don't get that. I didn't really think too much of it at the time, but now that I'm thinking about it now, it, it, it's just like, couldn't you just you could have just given him the pickles? I mean, he seemed happy <laughs> as shit with pickles, so I don't know. Or didn't I think it was uh, Dwight? Didn't he have an all-you-can-eat pass to the? Um, I forgot what was the name of the. Oh yeah, the, um, the pussy bar. Yes. <laughs> the pussy bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously there are women there that uh, aren't Negan's wives. That that's what they do, regardless of whether it's voluntary or not. I don't know, but like it seems weird for him to like uh, proposition unless, this, unless it was a very clear plan on Negan's part yeah, to unless test it's him a out. clear plan or, or unless he's just fucking with Eugene because he's such a like uncomfortable nerd and just and he, I don't know, to that. To... he goes I don't think this is going to be a problem with you but I'm going to say it anyway <laughs> you know uh, I just thought it was weird okay so uh, we cut to this said date night and Eugene is uh, playing Yar's Revenge which is an old school game. I don't I've never yeah. I've only heard of that game um I've never played it. Looks awful. Uh, and they're no, eating microwave popcorn. Uh, anyway, did you ever play that game? Any either of you? No, I, I, I'm just, I'm I'm really shocked that you didn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of the so, wives. So this, okay. this is the zombie apocalypse now, not like 40 years ago. So they couldn't find like yeah, like at Nintendo 64 for sure. At the very. <laughs> Like as they were running out, they grabbed the Atari and not the Xbox or PlayStation Four. Uh, but anyways, play, yeah, they could be playing uh, GoldenEye 007, four players. Uh, yeah. you know, why would you not do that? Yeah, because this is supposed to be in like '97 or was it 2007? I don't know. Uh, regardless, it's not that old. Oh, another thing before we move on, I noticed that the girl that was showing around uh, Eugene was wearing skinny jeans. We didn't have fucking skinny jeans 15 years ago. Whatever that's supposed to happen. It was they weren't in skinny style. jeans and, and Atari man get their they got to get their <laughs> timelines right. Yeah, where's the continuity expert? Anyway, so they're hanging out, they're uh, eating popcorn, and one of the wives, Amber, is being a basic bitch and getting drunk as fuck. Um, the other wives, uh, you know, try to engage Eugene with like offering him a massage, and the physical contact makes him feel uncomfortable, and he awkwardly declines, saying that he knows that they're it's not their idea to be there. Uh, and they're like, yeah, but we can still have fun. Uh, let's just talk about uh, intellectual conversation. Tell us all about the Human Genome Project. And and you can see he's like <laughs> staring at the staring away from the girls, going, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I don't know anything." Um, he instead changes the subject, saying that he can, you know, basically saying he's too smart and it's beneath them, and he can do anything. And they said, "Oh, so you can make a bomb out of like homemade shit?" And he's like. Well, you know, basically, yeah. And they call him on his bullshit. They smash cut to outside. He's basically built a Mr. Wizard type of science fair experiment. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and he, yeah. it's a great presentation, a too. He, like, mumbles the 1812 overture. Dun, 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 <laughs> and, like, <laughs> fucking whatever does the thing where, like, a volcano shoots up out of the beaker and then blows up the plastic gloves full of uh, hydrogen um and then the girls are very uh entertained and one of them uh, the redhead goes over and hugs him made uncomfortable again <laughs> very touchy yeah she was very she made me uncomfortable i don't know i thought she was very attractive Ooh. 
I would risk. Ooh. I would risk getting my head bashed in with a baseball bat. I think it's the apocalypse. Come on. That's true. That's true. That's true. We got nothing else. Yep. Okay. You know so- he likes to peek. But no, but, but but this whole thing, like the Eugene, just like his confidence, man. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I can do that. And just the way he did it, and even the theatrics of him, like mumbling that song, I was, I was like, this guy is like now, like it's like kind of awesome. No, he definitely is awesome, and 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 it, I think this makes me angry that we haven't seen more of Eugene. Yes, right, right. Because I was like, I can watch this like every week. Yeah, <laughs> Eugene just con his way through the apocalypse. I think that could be a good side, like. Uh, you know, fuck whatever the other Walking Dead spinoff they have. It should just be the Eugene show. Yeah, Eugene, exactly. Eugene Nye, the science guy, and zombies. <laughs> Eugene Nye, I like it. Um, <laughs> like he literally just did seventh grade, seventh grade science experiment, and like got these girls' panties to drop. Yeah. Like I wish that was a real life because I would be. I'd have <laughs> a lot of panties let's dropping. Not, let's not oversell it. There's no way you can comprehend a seventh grade science level. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, so uh, Dwight arrives at his old house looking for Sherry. Um, I guess it was before the apocalypse they lived there. Uh, you know, we get a forensic handwriting scene where we match up the G's and the notes, and we know that Sherry did set Daryl free. Uh, he then finds a um, Dear, Dear John letter, basically, breakup letter, um, and yeah. it's you know gets narrated while he, he stumbles around the house. We learn that they had an emergency plan to meet back up at this house if anything should happen. Um, and they would meet up, have some pretzels and beer and have a good time. She mentions that Dwight has a shitty memory, which uh, it's unclear how severe that is. I have lots of questions about that, but I'll put a pin in it. Um, says that she feels bad for saving Dwight's life because she turned him into a killer and she doesn't like what he became. Uh, he basically became everything he hates. Um, she said she let Daryl go because he would remind Dwight of who he used to be, which I don't know. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but moving on. She says she is taking her chances out in the wild. She's running away uh, because Dwight is wrong about it's better to just be alive and with the saviors than dead. She'd rather take her chances and die. Um, Basically, she just pieces out. She says, I hope you can be happy or remember the good times. Uh, And then Dwight uh, leaves the house, um, but not before dropping some beer and pretzels off. Uh, so I guess he fulfilled his end of the bargain, uh, and he's been broken up with. Unfortunately, poor Dwight. Well, and let's let hold on. You, you skipped it there. He, there's also an emotional part where he he threw the dresser drawer across the room in anger and sadness. So I felt for him at that particular point in the scene. Just at that point. I, I like the pretzels and the beer going well. The pretzels and the beer, yeah, it was yeah, she, so she basically gave Dwight no credit. Um and he was gonna come through and she yep. So she like yeah, in, he, he came through yeah. with his side of the bargain, but she's piecing out. Right. Right. So instead of yeah. instead of the girl say instead of the girl like i can fix this guy she's like i can break this guy. <laughs> she's like, I broke him and I uh, I don't want to fix him anymore. I'm out. <laughs> I fixed him enough and I fucked it up. I'm out. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I turned you into an awful person. It's all my fault, so I'm going to leave. Thanks. But he took took all the wedding rings and put them in his little cigarette pouch. Yeah. But, you know, this is... They're trying to build Dwight to be a sympathetic character, but then, you, you know... I don't forgive that easy. He's still a piece of shit. I agree. Uh, I agree. You want to be Daryl. She's like, I let Daryl go because you want to be Daryl so bad, and now you can go be with him. 
You know, there's a yeah. chance that there's a chance that maybe Dwight showed up and Sherry was waiting for him, and they agreed to try to run off again, even though it failed last time. Um, but I doubt it, and I think Dwight isn't as sympathetic just because I remember him being such a fucking asshole, um, too many times. So, I, I, I it this this well, didn't hit hard as hard for me as it did for you. You and the text messages last night were like, oh man, this is tearing me up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, John, John, Johnny T was crying. <laughs> oh, I was just being—I I, I thought this was a safe zone. I could. Hey, listen, I find—I cried at Finding Dory. That shit was fucked up. She was in oh, for her no. mom and stuff. What? Yeah, she has a short-term memory. Yeah, it's yeah sad. just like Dwight. Okay, so that's a good good segue. So how Ooh. bad is? <laughs> look at that shit. How bad is Dwight's memory? She mentions it several times that like, yeah, um, but- he forgets stuff. It, was that hinted at at all? No, no, that kind of that that jumped out at me too because I was like, "Oh, that's interesting," but no, I don't have any recollection of that. And then when yeah, he was no, handling all these no notes, I thought it was like a memento, and he had to like leave notes, like go put on <laughs> pants, like and yeah. he leaves like a sticky note in the kitchen, you know. He's gonna yeah. start writing all over himself. Yeah. Remember to be Daryl. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was weird, and her explanation for freeing Daryl doesn't make a lot of sense. Because it would remind Dwight of who he used to be, and that would hurt him psychologically. I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe Dwight Dwight used to be a fighter like Daryl. You know, used to be a he wouldn't succumb to any man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I don't know. It seems seems pretty flimsy. Even if he was, it's just like uh, I don't know. Like a better explanation would have been like I couldn't let somebody else suffer. That'd have been right. Better. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just want to let the uh, people go and not yeah. get tortured by this. Yeah. There's got, there's got to be other prisoners there, right? Like, why is Daryl the special one? She couldn't let go of some of the other people. That's true. You know, he's not the only one. That's because true. we know Daryl. Yeah, that's true. We All know right. Him, so that's why he's better. Okay. Um. So we cut to Eugene playing video games. Uh. And there's knock at the door. The wives have returned again. This time of their own accord. They say they need Eugene's help to help kill their friend Amber. Uh, she wants to commit suicide, uh, take some poison, go to sleep, never wake up. Uh, Eugene is not in for it. He says he's not um, he's not good, chaos, chaotic or otherwise. Uh, basically, they just keep laying it on him. He eventually relents. They say they need two pills for some reason. I don't. It, it doesn't clear then, and still, you know, I don't know what they're. Original intention is, but it becomes clear later. Uh, Eugene eventually relents and agrees to help kill their friend Amber. I just thought they wanted two pills just to just for like good measure on her. Well, then, yeah, <laughs> but the, so the the thing is, they wanted two pills because Eugene was being very um, specific about how much she weighed, and I'm guessing right. Megan weighs more. Although that guy's wearing skinny jeans too, he looks like he's probably not more than a buck fifty or whatever. But anyway, I think skinny jeans would be loose on him. You think? Yeah, they are. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, I think the girls wanted two pills because uh, Eugene made it lethal for her body weight, and Negan would probably need more than that. But right. I don't know what they're why how they got Eugene to say, "Oh, we need two pills just in case the first one doesn't work." That doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, well, yeah. At, at, at this point in in the show, though, like you don't you don't have that answer quite yet you're just kind of thinking yeah but why like, would she need why would you know 
it doesn't even make sense in the context to Eugene. Like, if Eugene's very, being very precise about her body weight, right, right, why would well, that, that matter a, if they're going to give her two anyway? Uh, that was their mistake. Yeah, I guess. All right. Uh, anything else to say about this? Uh, that what we find out later is a subterfuge. I think the way this scene started with Eugene just sitting on a couch playing video games is his entire flashback for years. That's literally all. That's literally all he did. He's he, and, and and well, you're starting to th- like at this point in the show, you're starting to think about like, is he? Is, does Eugene liking this? Like, is he not? What's like? What's he? Is he going to help these people? Um, you don't quite know like where what direction he's headed in. What I liked about it is, uh, and it was during the Walker uh, fence thing, is he said, did Rick use you like this? And then I started to think, you know what? Yeah. Rick didn't utilize um, uh, Eugene at all. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Rosina got to trying to make something. Yeah, he gets yeah, shit but, on. Yeah, every time he was trying to like make radios or do anything, they're like, all right, thanks, Eugene. We'll see you later. Yeah, can't you do something useful? Um, yeah so I feel like they should have played into that more that's hinted at but I feel like that's probably like the best reason for Eugene to switch sides but I feel like Eugene's you know he's he's a fighter like he'll be just like Gabriel where you think he's a coward and then he'll do something brave so I'm not I I don't even want to entertain the fact oh is Eugene gonna join the saviors and be all team savers there's no way I hope so Maybe. We don't know. Okay. Uh, let's see. Eugene uh, is on the floor uh, going getting supplies for uh, the death cocktail. And for some reason, he's impatient and doesn't want to wait in line. I don't understand why that is. There's no reason <laughs> yeah, for him to like just wait in right, line. Right. What is he doing with his day? He's got like, no, Yar's Revenge is waiting for me. Yeah, right, right off the bat, he saw a line of like maybe five or six people deep. <laughs> He's like, I don't have time for this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's way too long. It's like Disney. Yeah, the apocalypse waits for no man. Let's this is like when on. you're at Starbucks or something and somebody's like, listen, I, I, my, I'm double parked. I gotta, do you mind if I go ahead of you? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Eugene. Wait your goddamn turn. And it's not like Amber needs to die right now. It's just, I, I question it. Anyway, they use it as an excuse to show um, uh, Eugene, like, step up and be a man yeah. and take what he wants. Right, uh, confidence. So he pulls, yeah, confidence and even arrogance. He takes, he pulls rank and saying, "What's your number? I'm this. You know, I report directly to Negan. You report directly to me." And then he takes the cold medicine plus a bunch of other useless shit, including uh, like a some kind of weird stuffed animal that he calls a gerberty gunk or something like that. Grimbly gunk. Grimbly gunk. Thank you, Jermaine. This is why we have you on. Um, and then we're treated to a little music video montage to "They Might Be Giants." As he makes this uh, suicide, uh, was, that, that was, was, was that they might be giants? It sounded a hell of a lot like him. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't I know who else figure. would sound like that. I never yeah, heard that song. Tr- yeah, it, it was a, it was a cool, um, it was a cool song with a good like montage. It was kind of cool. I felt like the montage was too short, like almost like it was. I don't know what else they could do to make it more interesting, but it didn't seem. It seemed like it was over before. I don't know. Right after it began, I felt like it, I feel like it was broke ass Breaking Bad. Uh, it probably was broke ass Breaking Bad. Eugene with plastic gloves on and beakers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you would think there'd be people making drugs. Where is that in this? It's like like Walking Dead doesn't, you know, they handle sex kind of. 
Uh, it's mostly just about violence, but where is the drugs? Like, people drink beer, but I'm pretty sure Negan would have people making crystal meth to keep him in line. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, yeah, they never really touch on that. Some kind of drugs. Everyone, everyone just lives clean. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore straight edge. All right. Um, Dwight uh, goes for another checkup with the doctor for some reason. I guess that cut on his head is really, really needs a. It's really bad. I was telling you, it's really bad. Uh, and he tells him that he found Sherry. Uh, and he's like, I killed her. Uh, I, when I she ran away from me right into some walkers and got bit, so I had to put her down. Uh, the doctor then proceeds to talk shit about Sherry again, <laughs> just I guess not, <laughs> which I guess is just not smart. Nope. <laughs> Uh, but anything else about that scene? It was just weird. Like once again, I, I watched it again the second time, thinking, "Well, what does he actually say? Does he say anything derogatory about Sherry?" No, he's just like, "We're not allowed no. to have big hearts." That's all he says. Yeah, yeah, like again, first off, that cut must be the worst cut ever because they spend so much time on it. But <laughs> it could, get given back. what happens later, I, I like tried to remember. I'm like, what? What did he say that was so awful? Right, Sherry's huh. a nice. Sherry's a nice person. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I don't think it was that. I, I think it just happened to be the guy that Dwight, like, spent the most time with the last, like, couple days or whatever. He just picked him. Why? Just oh, to take sure. it out on somebody? Yeah, just to pass blame. Get the attention off of him. Yeah. You know? And, and, he, and he, he did he did sound like, you know, he bought into Negan's world and all that. So maybe there was, yeah, he wasn't, like, overly a dickhead, but maybe it was just enough for Dwight to be like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick you. <laughs> I guess that it, Dwight. It, yeah, whatever. Iron Dwight. Okay, so so we get to the the funnest scene of the episode where Eugene is summoned to the factory floor to witness a gathering uh, held by Negan. Negan abruptly attacks the doctor by swinging Lucille into his arm, uh, presumably breaking it, I guess, uh, saying he found a note left by Sherry uh, in the doctor's desk and accuses him of helping Sherry escape. Uh, Negan says Sherry told Dwight the whole story before she died, how... The doctor was, whatever, uh, trying to make moves on Sherry. Uh, doctor says Dwight's lying, but Negan says, why? Why would Dwight do that? He has no reason to lie. And I was like, yeah, he does have no reason to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, plus, he believes that Dwight is now himself again after spending a day or two locked up in his cell. Uh, that's, I guess, Dwight's medicine. And I guess Negan wants to believe it. Uh, Negan threatens to burn the doctor's face unless he confesses. The doctor does confess, and instead Negan grabs him bodily and throws him into the kiln, burning him alive. Uh, everybody looks on in horror. Negan says, thank goodness they have a spare doctor. Um, uh, Dwight, uh, Negan says, it's a shame about Sherry. Uh, you must feel bad. And he's like, no, I don't feel bad. And he's like, oh, you're stone cold. Uh, first thing I have to say is, does Negan not know the difference between a medical doctor and an academic doctor? <laughs> because he yeah, says yeah, we so got to spare Dr. Carl Carson and looks at Eugene. Even if Eugene worked like in the human genome product, it doesn't mean he knows how to handle those cuts. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why I was like, is he talking about Eugene? Because that's, uh, <laughs> you're in for a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, so for this scene, though, my thought was, I, I actually thought, it, like, of the whole episode, this was kind of weak because it was like, you know, like, Negan's smarter than that, right? Right. Like, the, the whole time I'm thinking, all right, he's going to turn on Dwight. 
he's going to turn on Dwight. This doctor thing is just, he's just messing around with them. But then you're left with like, oh, I guess he did believe that that dumbass note. Right. So instead of making Dwight seem really smart, it makes Negan seem dumb. Or is this a long con? Is this like Negan's just total fuck with Dwight endgame? Is to just, even if it's a, I feel like doctors, if they were made of pure gold, like they couldn't be more valuable. I agree. There's no, right. how can you, like you cut you off the doctor's, doctor's arm, like you cut off the doctor's arm, you burn his face, you do something. Uh, he's is too he into, Is he yeah. into fucking with Dwight so much that he's willing, is, Dwight, why would Dwight lie? Like, I feel like that was just such a bullshit question. Like, uh, I guess. Is, well, is, is Negan so into this mess with Dwight thing that he would literally just kill a doctor because well, why I, would Dwight lie? I when, was thinking it's, it's showing Negan's, um, what his uh, uh, narcissism because he gets off every time somebody says I'm Negan and that's all he needs to hear and then he's all fucking good to go right plus he thinks so, I, I think he thinks that he made Dwight loyal like it like right. turning Dwight right. even like as much bullshit as he put him through like Dwight still being broken in his eyes right. is flattering in his eyes. Yeah, yeah it flatters exactly him. Yeah, it, yeah, it kind of gets them off a little bit. And the same thing with um with Eugene, because Eugene, I think, I don't know if we, we said it, but Eugene was like, I'm, I'm Negan through and no, through. No, that, that comes with, next. Oh, Spoiler. oh sorry. Oh, Jesus. We're going to be talking about the, this episode. <laughs> yep. Get baby John back on here. <laughs> I did like the khakis. There was something weird about, like, the khaki pants and the legs being unburnt, and then the top half of the dude's of the doctor's body being in the kiln. Yeah, uh, that was cool. I, I just thought, thought it cool. looked weird. It's just plus I'm like, oh, khakis. That's weird. There's khakis in the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one one thing. Isn't this the doctor from the hilltop? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Jermaine. Yeah. What? I no, know. I think it is. Do, do, it do could be a problem. reason to get into a fight, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Yes. I don't think it matters. Um, but yeah. uh, he's dead now, and it's yeah, dumb. Stupid question. Move on. <laughs> Way to bring the whole podcast to a halt. <laughs> America's podcast. Sorry, you guys don't do some research. <laughs> yeah, Amer- America's podcast. Yep. God damn it. Uh, okay, so uh, we cut to the sister wives. They visit Eugene again, and they're saying, hey, you got those hey, suicide pills? Eugene refuses to give them to them because he knows that they are intended for Negan. That's why they need two. Um, they admit to it and wonder why uh, Eugene isn't on board with killing Negan because he killed their friends. Um, and then they call him a coward. He says, yep, <laughs> I am a coward. Totally, utterly, completely, or whatever. Uh, they yeah. say he, he's going to help him or they're going to rat on him. And he says, well, that's a dumb idea because Negan needs me more than he needs you. You're replaceable. Uh, they don't like that. They leave angry. Uh, shortly after, Negan knocks on the door, uh, and I guess Eugene's short probationary period is over because he just got tenure. He's been made a full member of the Saviors, and all he has to do is say, uh, who is he? Or, like, who are you? And he says, Negan, I'm Negan, before uh, Negan can even finish speaking the question. Yep. Um, um, so let's stop there real quick. Um, so yeah, I guess the, you know, the sister wives are fought out and are found out and Eugene is kind of a dick, but he's kind of right in which like Negan would side with 
Eugene and uh, he said, she said situation, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's just he's playing his hand. Because he doesn't have right. a third doctor, I guess, to rely on. So yeah, he can't really get a, rid of Eugene. Clearly, clearly there's a lot of them, so you can just throw him in fires. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I thought, and I don't know, the way that Eugene answered the I am Negan, like through and through before you were Negan, kind of something, he said something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty, pretty intense, I thought. And don't forget he was eating a pickle again. Well, they're just delicious. Yeah, it's true. I just drink the But juice. yeah, he was just... I heard that. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I have a question. I'm Negan. I'm, I'm, I'm all in Negan. You can be in me, Negan. Negan everything. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it was just... And, but, you know, if if Eugene is just playing this game, he's doing a good job at it, and he's selling it well. Other than the four PhDs, I think he was going a little too far, but it didn't... Nobody called him on it. Yeah, I don't and know... What do we think Eugene's doing? That so we I think it's a yet? combination. So uh, yeah, we can uh, let's just finish out the episode uh, first. But I, right. I, I I have a theory about this. Okay, so later Eugene is just overseeing the uh, metalization, I guess, of the fence walkers. Uh, he's approached by Dwight. Eugene tries to apologize for biting his dick. Uh, he cuts him <laughs> off really quick. They have a very awkward conversation, and they both end by or Eugene ends up by saying, "You're Dwight. I'm Eugene. We are Negan." And Dwight's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so I guess this alludes to a future alliance between the two because they're both like kind of like pretending to be somebody. So let me let me give you my theory about uh, Eugene. I feel like Eugene is genuinely a coward, right? Okay, but I still think he isn't totally on board with the saviors. You know what I mean? I, was, I, I, I feel like he'll he'll he's choosing his battles. He's like so terrified now. He doesn't even want to try to attempt to kill Negan. He's just terrified right now. But if the opportunity presents itself, I think he'll man up. And he will. I think I think that without a doubt. You think you think Eugene's going to kill Negan this season? Uh, maybe help to kill Negan, or at least commit to killing Negan, even if it doesn't work out. Like I could see him trying to kill Negan and getting found out and killed. Um, but I hope not. I hope yeah, they I kept see, stick him around. I, I see Dwight killing Negan more than Eugene. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's like his his like pet. You know, grew up and you know. You know what though? This this show will give us like uh, either Rick or probably Maggie. I would think like Maggie. Like, you know, it's probably one of these things where they're gonna be all around him. You know what I mean? Where like yeah, everybody yeah. gets to stab him like he's Jon Snow or something. Everybody will get a turn, and then Maggie will be the one who puts an end to it all. I can see that shit happening. Yeah. Yeah, but, but but back to Eugene. Like, I, I guess I don't know. I kind of I want. I don't know. I haven't really made up my mind on what he's doing. I mean, I guess more than likely, it's he's assimilating for you know for show. Um, he's doing a great job of it. But part of me is kind of like maybe Eugene is like old. He's been in this pursuit of like he's finally in this position that he's always wanted. He's respected, and um, he gets to make decisions and. Maybe it feels good, you know? So I don't really know. Part of me is like, yeah, maybe he kind of takes that and runs with it. I think it's just simple regressing to survive. Like when he met Abraham, he made all that shit up. Yeah, and, right. You know, got to go with them somewhere. They didn't, he didn't have anywhere to go, but he was staying alive. So I like given that explanation. How brutal, I like that a lot. You know, given how brutal these people are, you know, he had a bag on his head and all that. He just com- went complete back into that. 
that mindset and he's like yeah i have four phds yeah pour metal on the zombies yeah i can make bullets he's almost like like a schizophrenic like in in this situation he just turned turned to this other personality and that's just what he's going to use right it's his survival mechanism and it's successful so um yeah i like it a lot uh but i I agree with that assessment i think it's just it's just it's working for right now he's doing whatever it takes right now to survive yeah yeah and like all good friendships like ours uh, alliances usually start with dick biting. <laughs> That's how it starts. <laughs> Once you get past that, it's a smooth sailing. <laughs> yeah, then you can plot. But I think that little exchange, you're, you know, I'm, I'm Dwight, you're Eugene, we're Negan, and they're like, yeah, I, you know, I think. Yeah, but the, of they, course, I, of course, they're setting it up for these two guys to work together, break out, whatever it may be, and yeah. get back to the other guys. The way the way that Dwight was staring at Eugene in that last shot was kind of he was just staring at him like, "What the fuck? Like, what? Who are you? Yeah, are you serious? Or are you, you know? Yeah, but he just stared at him like the whole like that whole like scene or whatever. Well, Eugene went from a guy coming down on a truck with a bag on his head, going to get murdered, to like all the way to the top in like two days. That's got to piss some people off, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the new guy at work gets the office, and you're like, "This motherfucker, <laughs> he's only even, been here for two even weeks." Because he's new, just because he's new. You've been cleaning like dead zombies and toilets for four months to get one point to get a sandwich. <laughs> this guy comes in, just gets to walk gets around all the with pickles his jar of in pickles. the world. Yeah, yeah, pickles and and wives. Oh, so those pickles not came in, and people were like, and, "Ooh, yeah, pickles!" And then Eugene takes all the motherfuckers. Yeah, there, yeah. It, it wasn't like a small pickle jar. It was a freaking like a, a, I don't know. Hundred, <laughs> You are terrible at that game where you guess the marbles inside the the, the jars or whatever. Maybe maybe a, a million. Yeah, I think it's close. Johnny to a T does guess the he does play guess the pickles, but it's a different game. <laughs> terrible. Okay, uh, so yeah, let's give our ratings. Um, oh, sorry, Johnny T, go. Now I was gonna do another pickle joke. No, we can we can keep it moving. <laughs> no, yeah, let's hear it. Let's let's the class wants to hear your pickle joke. Go. <laughs> No, no, no. Be funny. No, be funny right now. Be funny. We'll laugh. The the timing. The time. Unless it's not funny, tell the pickle joke. It was. (laughs) There's no pickle joke. I don't have one. I was lying. (laughs) Classic Johnny T. (laughs) Fucking liar. Well, that brought America's (laughs) podcast to a halt again. Terrible. All right, guys, rate this episode. I'm gonna give it uh, just because it was enjoyable. Like I enjoyed watching this episode of Walking Dead and. Uh, that's hard to say. So I'm going to give it like a 4.5. I think it's fucking, uh, it's good. Very good. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm coming at it. Jermaine, here comes the, the sass. Go ahead. Hit a, hit it. And by the way, it's a scale, 10 point scale, um, up to five going in 0.5 increments. All right. 10, 10 points up to five with half increments. Yep. Yes. Um, it was an enjoyable episode. Enjoyable episode. It's more grounded than some of the m- more. Oh, you mean like the garbage kids and the uh, spike metal <laughs> zombie from the garbage can? Yeah, and and big girl tough mutters and all kinds of other stuff. It's uh, it, it was a good show. I gave it a three point five. It's not amazing, as Doug would say. He's got he clearly has got problems. I but, just enjoyed it, uh, motherfucker. I know it's a, no. I get it. It's an enjoyable. Yeah, gonna, it was look- a good episode. Like. More grounded episodes every so often that are done well, not the fucking boring as shit ones. Right, like Daryl just being surly. Like, like, compare this to like Daryl and the Dwight show, 
where Daryl was just being surly as fuck. Yeah, that's agreed. In, in quiet. Agreed. Uh, Eugene, Eugene makes life. you laugh, and it's a good in, in that sense. I mean, he did the science experiments, and he poured metal on zombies, and he ate pickles, and he had a grumbly gunk or whatever. It's all—it's good, good right. episode. I get, I get. It made me happy. So three point five. You still want to stick with it? Okay. Right. Yeah. All right, Giant T. Let's hear it. Yeah, hard to hard to please. No, I'm I'm going to give it a four point five, like Doug. Oh, Jeez. in your face, yep. Jermaine. So for a few reasons, number one, like you said, it was just enjoyable. I thought it was a great, like I wasn't even, you know how sometimes you're like, oh, is this an hour and 15 minutes and you keep looking at the clock? Yep. I didn't do that at all. Yep. Um, Eugene, like that actor just played the hell out of the role in, in the episode of that was great. And the Dwight kind of, you got a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit more of the Dwight story. I thought was kind of, was good. So I just thought it was, a, it was done well. It was very enjoyable. Four, four and a half out of out of five plus plus ten. Okay, so we got a four point five, a four point four point five, and a three point five. You do the math on that. Mm, it's somewhere in between uh four and four point five, and we don't do that, so we're just gonna round up. Uh so it's four point five all around. Uh congratulations, guys. <laughs> the best reviewed episode of the season, I feel. I'd have to go back and fact check that, but um No, it yeah, it's definitely as far as I can remember. We don't do that here. Yeah, most well the the, the seasons seven point oh it was all like ones and twos. I, I may have given something a three or a three point five and got yelled at. So yeah, yeah. So this back half we're enjoying it all around. I I can say that we can say that right. We can all agree that this yes. second half of the season yeah, is much better. I'm I'm actually like like yeah my su- Sunday afternoon I'm not like fuck. <laughs> God damn it! God, <laughs> gotta, gotta get through this shit. I'm actually I'm actually like looking forward to it now. And it's been a while. Been a while. Is that, is that why you're back? That's why he's joining the podcast again. Hey, when you love something and it's your passion, it's just what you do. <laughs> yeah, if you let it go and then go back to it, it means you're dependent. Yeah, you know, whatever. You come and go, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to next week. So, uh, nothing else. I guess we will see you next Tuesday. Good night, y'all. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye.